well, well, if it isn't me back from the dead. No, I actually didn't die. I just disappeared for a while. Life got a bit crazy. The podcast was like the first thing to go when things got a bit crazy last year. So I apologize. And if you are actually listening to this, I say thank you. I appreciate you. And I feel really bad because I was getting some texts from people like listeners, no shit. People were actually texting me and saying, when are you going to put up more episodes? And yeah, just like extenuating circumstances, um, which I'll go into in a different episode, I think. But yeah, so I'm here now, like I'm back, um, hopefully for your entertainment, but we'll see. If you've listened to old episodes recently, then you'd be expecting um, part three of like a muffled mess that people actually said wasn't even that muffled. So I was relieved to hear that. Well, part three of that would be coming soon ish I actually can't remember exactly where it is (laughs) I need to go and look for it amongst other things like I've literally had to reteach myself how to use the audio editing like programs on the Mac like it's been a funny couple of days (laughs) I need to reteach myself how to talk into my microphone without feeling like a complete fucking loser so that's I'm still really working on that um but yeah whatever I'm back. We'll see for how long. <laughs> and I managed to sit down with this really awesome new friend of mine. Her name's Daphne. She is a girl that I met a while ago. I was fully prepared to dislike her because my work bestie left me and went to this chick's place of work. And then those two became besties. And I was really fucking just not a happy girl about it. and I was prepared to dislike her from the jump and it was actually impossible because she's so funny and warm and she's got a really good energy and anyway I just think she's like fucking hilarious and she is also ethnic like me so we've got a lot of stuff that we can um relate to from each other's lives which I think is kind of funny too and yeah, basically, I hope you enjoy. And she's had a very interesting life. So future episodes, you're going to hear a bit more about it. Um, and some shit, some like crazy shit she went through. But for this episode, we keep it pretty kosher. It's, um, we're jumping into some travel horror stories. And damn, like, well, I was talking about this particular horror story, which I'll just fucking smash cut right into it. Um, and I forgot a lot of the details until after our conversation. And this past few days thinking about it, I'm like feeling that fucking frustration all over again, which is probably why it's bad to like rehash over shit that happened five years ago. <sighs> uh, but anyway, a lot of the details were missing, which is for the best fucking be gone. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. There's so many podcasts now, so I bet mine's on the very bottom of your list. But if it's on your list at all, I appreciate you. Thanks. She was really friendly to me at work. And then for whatever reason, she decided that she didn't like me anymore. And then we left for this trip. And yeah, she was fucking horrible. What did she do exactly? It was just constantly passive aggressive. Mm. She would drive a lot. She was very confident she'd done Mm. that a lot. And so when we were in LA, we got a car. And so we were driving from here to there. And this day we're going to Malibu and blah, blah, blah. But it was like, I'd say, oh, so what's the plan for today? And it's, I don't give a shit what the plan is. You tell me. I'm just coming along. I'm not going to try and like. You just want to know what's going on. Just want to know what's going Mm. on. She wouldn't tell me until the last minute so that I would be really unprepared. 
Like, as in... How long were you there with them for? We were away... Well, I was away for over just over three weeks, but then we ditched it. Like, I was like, I don't need to get the fuck away from me. So when we were in LA, there was a day that we were going to the Staples Centre, like, um, to see the Lakers. And I was like, so are we going to Staples Centre, like, directly from the Grove, or do you think we're going to come back here, or should I bring, like, the change of clothes for the car or whatever? Because it was like... You know, we're going to the Grove and everyone was sort of would have brought a change of clothes mm-hmm. and maybe sneakers and more comfortable clothes because nighttime was getting cooler. And she was like, no, I don't think so. I think we'll come back here. And I was like, okay. And then we're walking out the door and they both got bags with them. That's the worst fucking shit ever. And I was like, oh. Oh, my God. So I don't understand. Well, Tony, I don't know. I don't know if we're coming back here or not, but I packed a bag just in case. Well, why is it that hard to just say just in case, pack a bag? Yeah. Like I'm thinking that we're coming back here because that's what you said. It was just horrible, horrible. And then the funniest thing was, I was like, okay, I'll keep my distance because you clearly don't like my company. So, And she was then shitty that I wasn't around for her to then hang shit on. And I was like, I don't get it. How old were you guys at this time? This was only five years ago. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible. She was so mean to me in Vegas that I almost got into fucking fists. You should She wouldn't move out of my way. I needed to go to the bathroom and she stood in the... And we were in like a... We were just in our hotel room, which wasn't huge. Yeah. And she stood in the middle of the way with her arms like this in the middle of the doorway so I couldn't get in. I literally had to, like, duck under her elbows to get Did in. Did you ask her what the problem was? I was like, I don't understand why you, like, I don't get this vibe. I don't understand it. And she was just, I don't even remember what her commentary was. But the worst bit was, so, you know, in the US, how you have to pay the taxes at the end. Yeah. Do so you like, oh, $3, yeah, and nah, it's $3.80. Oh, crap. But in the hotel, <laughs> when you leave, you have to pay some extra tax. Mm-hmm. Anyway, No, so, what's this? Oh, in the hotels, I think there's like an extra ta- tax that but you, you have to pay. the end after you've paid already. After the checkout, yeah. Well, this is what it was back then. I don't know if it still is like that. Mm, I don't know. So I anyway, I left them because my brother was in San Fran and I was flying to San Fran to spend a few days with them. Yeah. And they were going to Disneyland. And I was like, I don't really give a fuck about Disneyland. And they were driving no. to Anaheim and then to Vegas. Yeah. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about that. So I said, I'll go to San Fran and I'll meet you guys back in, um, in Vegas, which was fine. And then I thought maybe this will make them a bit better because they'll have a few days. Yeah, to apart, so, Like yeah. I just didn't really even get what it was that she hated, why she hated me. I think I just wasn't cool enough for her, which is a bit shit. To think about, because I'm pretty cool anyway. But I think she thought she was like. Some... But then why would she invite you? Like, what, I don't know. what happened from the invitation? To Do you know them? what it was? We had a boss at work mm. that liked me, and I had her ear. My boss didn't like her. I always stuck up for her, and mm. I was always like, "You're too hard on her. She's mm. actually doing a really good job." Blah blah blah. Once that boss left, she didn't need me anymore. Do you know what I mean? She didn't yeah. need me to stick up for her. And like and that happened at the same time that you flew out. And then the boss left and then I reckon we left like probably two two months later. Like something changed after okay. that. Um, we had like different politics and we're both quite opinionated about that. That might have had something to do with it. But like I'll still be friends with people that have different politics to yes. me. I don't, I it's don't really. It's a maturity level. Like everyone's got different opinions. You it was with very it. weird. But anyway, she was so horrible to me. We were in a room with two twin beds and then there'd be a trundle. And I would always just say, I'll just take the trundle, right? Because <laughs> I was like, I need to do everything I can to make, make them happy. Them happy. Yeah. It was so fucked. It was actually, I actually think about it now and I feel like crying. I never really felt like this much just hated and being in an atmosphere of people that you just like, oh my God. So you didn't get to enjoy at all. at all. But the worst thing was when I left LA, when I left LA and flew to San Fran, I gave her my share of the tax. Yeah. In cash, yeah. I gave it to her. After, while we were at Vegas, 
she was like, oh, by the way, Chani, you still owe me, and it was like 80 bucks on 90 US or something for the tax for the room. Now, can I just say to you as well, she was saying to me all along that when we get to New York, she would stay with me in my hostel. Mm -hmm. My hostel was... 500 US for five nights okay. and she was going to stay with me mm-hmm. and split that cost. The day before we left for New York, she said, I found other um, accommodation because she was moving to New York. She was looking for something more yeah. permanent and she had been speaking to someone who was there and they'd managed to score her something and so she was like, oh, well, I found this thing so I'm going to go and stay. And I thought, well, that's, now I have to pay an extra 250 bucks but that's okay. Like, I... I understand. The day that's before, fine. that's hard. The day before. Whatever. I put up my credit card and it's fine. Thank God for credit cards. Thank God. <laughs> so then she, but then she tries to stiff me the 80 bucks for the LA hotel tax again. Did you remind her that you were And I said, I gave it to it. I gave it to you. She goes, uh, no, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. No, you didn't. That's bullshit. You're a fucking liar. We ended up getting into blows at breakfast. I said, I fucking paid that to you. No, you fucking didn't. Like losing a shit at me. And I said, you have made my entire trip a complete fucking misery. I cannot believe that. And now you're actually extorting me for more money when I gave it to you. You can get fucked. I'm not giving you another cent. It was so weird. She's just a fucking cunt. She's a huge fucking cunt. Anyway, so then um, they went out and I literally stayed in my room and cried that whole night in Vegas. She said to me, um, I'm sharing a bed with you when we get back. So like as in I had just kicked myself out of the bed. They got back into the room. I didn't sleep a wink. They got back into the room and uh, she didn't get in that bed with me at all. So I had like, I'm sequestering myself to like a third of the bed with pillows down the middle. So that way it's it's easy and comfortable for her when she gets back and like making myself as small as possible. She didn't even go in that bed. She went in the other bed. And I'm like, you are just trying to make me as uncomfortable as possible. Everything was really petty and passive aggressive and just fucked. Yeah, that fucked up a holiday. It fucked it up everything. Really so then we were going to go to New York together. Mm-hmm. I got up at the ass crack. Dawn hadn't even commenced. I got up at 3 a.m. My bags were packed. I had organized my own taxi. Mm-hmm. I thought, fuck you, yeah. you whore. Went to the airport, went through. And all I could think was... I need to move my fucking seat because if I have to sit next to her for another six hours, I will kill kill this girl. So I like literally went there. I was begging with this guy. I said, please, you need to move my seat. Please, I'm begging you. And thank fuck. She got on the flight and then she saw me sitting Mm-hmm. And she would have clicked that I switched seats and I was like, fuck you. And then we bumped into each other in baggage claim. I didn't even say a word to her. Good. Got in my taxi and left and Good. enjoyed New York. Well, I enjoyed it as much as I could. As you could, yeah, because you don't know what you're doing unless you had pre-planned it and mm, pre-organized yeah. stuff. But I, I'm self-sufficient. The only thing was nighttime, but I was like, I'd rather be by myself and then 100%. murdered and butchered <laughs> than with this stupid bitch. But New York's so different. Like, you can walk into a pub and just make friends anyway. So yeah, true. You, didn't, you don't need to go with anyone to New York, I don't think. Well, it, it was a few, there were a few nights where I was like, I wouldn't mind going like to a Club, like, yeah, but you could have just rocked up by yourself. I did one time, and I said to the hostess at the front, I'm here by myself. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, that's totally fine. Go and hang out with the bartenders. Yeah. That's when you start drinking and you get drunk. And that's I mean, that, I did that when I was in New York in 2018. But then do you feel a bit like... No, nah, I didn't give a shit. Because, do you know, I've got a similar story. Nothing... I don't know whether it's bad at the same level as yours, but when I went in 2018, I went with one of my girlfriends. And we had planned this for ages. We were so excited... And I said to her, I go, because, you know, I love my New York men. I love going out. I love the whole New York vibe. So I put all the flights and accommodation on my credit card going, don't worry about it because it's interest-free for the next six months. You know, we can just pay it back when you get the money. Let's just have some savings and stuff, blah, blah, blah. So we get And she knew why I was going to New York to have some fun. And she needed fun too because she'd broken up with her boyfriend at the time, whatever. 
But um, you're going to die. I don't know whether I've told you the story before. So we get there, and as soon as we get there, she acts like she's so delicate. Because we're staying in Brooklyn, because we've got this really cool Airbnb, two bedroom, two bathroom, for, you know, good price, whatever. Um, she was scared. She was scared to walk down the street. She was scared to be on her own. And I'm just like, she's scared for me to go out and do my own thing with her mm. being alone. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's going to be a problem. Mm. And I noticed her being a problem because the guy that I was with at that time, she had no issues with him, but then she made it up an issue about it. She goes, oh, I don't like it because he's smoking too much weed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, he's not bothering you. What's your issue? He doesn't even talk to you. Like, go away. Um, and then I reckon on the third or fourth day, some she didn't want him to sleep over, and I'm like, well, he doesn't. He's only here sleeping, and then he leaves in the morning. You don't even fucking see him. He doesn't even. You're in your own room. I don't want him to sleep here. Blah blah. Oh, I don't feel on. safe. She goes. What does she reckon he's gonna go? He's gonna go and kill it. Like I've, I've known this guy for over a year, right? <laughs> so anyway, he um she's carrying on, and she goes, if he's gonna stay here, I'm gonna go into the city. I'm gonna stay in the hotel, and I'm like, okay. I thought, fuck you. Yeah, I'm not changing my plans. Like fuck that shit, man. So anyway, she I come home for something and I was getting ready to meet up with this guy and she had a luggage packed and I was like, oh my God. I was like, fucking hell. Dude, she packed up and she went to a hotel, right? And that night she messaged me, she goes, I've changed my flights. I'm leaving her, I'm leaving for Australia tomorrow. If you want to catch up or whatever, um, I'll be in the city. And I'm like, sorry, I'm not going to be in the city tomorrow, but have a safe flight home. Wait, wait, wait. How this much is, longer did you have together? Like 12 more days. Stop or two, it. Like eight more days or something, yeah. So she left me on the fourth or fifth day. Oh, shit. Came back to Australia because she was too scared to stay in New York City and didn't like it. New York, and I didn't feel that unsafe. I didn't I actually never, feel unsafe. unsafe. And then she goes back and I still haven't been paid back the money <gasps> that she owes me. For what? The tickets and the accommodation. The flights? Flights, yeah, and the accommodation. You're lying. I'm not lying. She owes me every $3,000. You gotta take it to the Judge Judy court. What's that Cobb Sandalens court? <laughs> but who the fuck does that? Who the fuck leaves after three, four days in New York because of what? Are you still friends with her? Nope. I was gonna say. When people fuck me over, that's I'm pretty bad. Out. That's, oh, that's well, so bad. Yeah. You, you gotta. I gotta. I, I can't have that. I, I know she had her own personal issues, and I think she was, you know, wanted to come home and sort that out, but she ruined a friendship in that process yeah. and didn't think about Like, she, she was using this crap going. Because, you know, I might go out and stay out the night if, you know, I was with a guy or whatever. And she was like, oh, no, sorry, if I brought them home, she didn't like that. And I'm like, that was the whole purpose of me coming for this holiday. And you knew I told you about this. is why we've got separate rooms. This is, you know, yeah. I was going to have my fun. And you were too. But she, nah, didn't, she was too scared. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, fine if you're scared to do, do that for yourself. But, like, uh, unless you were bringing back five guys to fucking gang No, bang man. You, I've like, never done that my entire life no, 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 I'm just being extreme because as if that's a threatening thing I for know. you to think like I mean maybe if it was some complete fucking Shankado off the street yeah, then and it wasn't fine. like I knew this was this someone that you know exactly fucking right and she oh my god oh my god honey well, is she, was she just a bit maybe a bit jealous because she didn't have anyone or no how did you know this chick and I've known her for like 10 years oh yeah so that's another solid friendship down the drain because yeah the communication was lacking and she you know she's saying that she feels scared like I, I wouldn't put you in a situation to make you feel threatened or scared the i knew this bloke like i've known i've you know known him for about a year like he's not hurting you he's actually he's just coming here to whatever exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then go and he literally went to work like he literally would just come between the hours of 
two and then left at six. And she wasn't, didn't even see him. And That's she's like, so she, I remember coming back on day three or four with shopping and she's like, oh, I go, oh, did you go shopping? She goes, yeah, I thought I was going to get robbed. I'm like, bitch, come the fuck down. It's not like that. It's not like it's that. It's not 1980s. I've never, I, and I've walked through Brooklyn, I've walked through every borough in New York City. And I, I mean, I went down to... Um, you went to Harlem and everything Yes, I I never I didn't got go planned. to Harlem. I actually didn't go. I did. I walked through Harlem. I was a bit nervous, but mainly it wasn't for, for safety or whatever. It was more just like, I didn't really know how to get there. And like, taxis were expensive. Thank God for phones, all I'm the saying. The subway was a bit scary I me. thought it was subway was so cool. I yeah, loved every I mean, second of look, it. You probably have more balls than me, for sure. But that said, I... I wasn't debilitated. I spent no. every day. It was more yeah. just like, all right, I'm going to fill all my days. And then there were a few nights where I was like, okay, Empire the State Building. Harder. Empire State Building is fine because there's people fucking yes. everywhere. Yes. I want my headphones in yes. while I'm in this line. It's fine. Yeah. So one of the nights I had a Broadway show. There was no, there's no fucking issue yeah. with that. Like mm-hmm. I went and saw Book of Mormon, which was great. There was like a couple Did of you other like nights. that. Yeah, I really liked it. A lot it. of people didn't like that or they oh, loved it. Really? Yeah. I thought it was really good and I hate musicals. Yeah. I'm not I a musical hate musicals, kind of man. I fucking hate like, them. Like, even Greeks. Do you like Greeks? I like the movie Greeks, number one, because number two should never have been made. I never saw number two. No, don't waste your time. But, like, I don't even like the movie Greece. I like the song. I love the movie Greece. What? Are you ethnic? Are you not ethnic? What's going on here? Look, I like the music. I like the, the movie, song, but Tony. I don't really get into the movie. It's so camp. It's just I so like... love it. It's, it was my upbringing. That's how I thought all schools were in America. <laughs> exactly like that. John Travolta rocking I around. What, we had no Travoltas in my school. Well, there was no boys at all at my school. Oh, you had it on girls. I was at my girls. What happened? Did you? What happened when you came back anyway from the trip? Like, so she there? moved there. Oh, she did. Have you spoken to her since then? So what happened was she was moving there and she was looking for work and stuff and. Um, so she had my my boss he's still my boss now she had him listed as a reference and um did she yeah and she, and that was the other thing that really fucked me up so before she left i wrote her resume for her i wrote her a bunch this of is why we letters. can't help no fucking cunts because no one fucking gives a shit about no I one know. i was like is this bitch actually serious that she's just used me i've literally put so much work into like rewriting all this shit for her letting her let her copy this off me who's and that the fool then tony me yes it's, right. it's me it's me yes she ended up landing great jobs. She ended up being, yep, she was like... Is she still there? I think so. The, when she wasn't working, before she got job in like that marketing field that mm. she had studied in, she was an au pair for <laughs> niece and nephew. Or some shit, I don't know. I How heard the through the grapevine. Kind of I jobs? blocked her. I blocked her on Facebook. I've never actually done that. Like I've had a few toxic friendships that I've like stepped away from, yeah. but more just like I... um. I'll restrict. I'm not. I never even restrict them from seeing my stuff, but I just take them off of my newsfeed. Yeah. And it's like I'll even throw you a happy birthday message every now. And then. I just. I don't necessarily want to see all your shit. No, I cut people that fuck out. I don't want to be close to you. this bitch. The way that she fucked me over and treated me, I yeah. blocked her completely. Delete block. You know what was block, funny block, though block. was that my boss then said to me, "Oh, you know, she had written her email address down wrong, and he was trying to get in contact with her to send through a reference letter." And he was like, "Tony, can you please tell?" that um, her email address is wrong. So I had to actually reach out to her and be like, she's trying to email you and you've gave, given him the wrong email address. Oh, fuck. What's the email address? And she was like, oh, thanks, man. Yep, blah, 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 acting all blase. I was like, I shouldn't have even done that to help you. Like, I should have literally just let you hang. You have to do that. 
I know yeah. it sounds evil. And do you know what else? Like I know that. so much of her little details of things that in her life that oh, okay. and girls that she had had quibbles with, she divulged to me. And yeah. what was really funny was there was one girl in particular that she had this big fucking thing with and I started dating that girl's best friend. Ooh. And I was like, I am going to have some fucking fun with this. <laughs> when I meet this girl, I'm going to tell her every did, fucking yeah. thing. But I didn't. They but didn't just you know what I've learned now in my older age as well is that I, I can't do that. I can't, um, you know, that person at that time, if you've told me something in that, in that time, I, I, yeah, and I can't I do it. I haven't done it. Yeah. I mean, if they're huge, like, stuff is a huge, huge thing. I, yeah, for sure. And I, I know some shit that can ruin people. Yeah. And I'm not talking to these people because they fuck me over as well. Yeah. Again, because I always keep getting fucked over. <laughs> but I'm like, nah, I won't do it. I'm better. That's good. I mean, look, I probably, there's been a few bits and pieces that I've, I'm like, oh, well, they know, also know shit about me. And I That's know that the they've thing. told people shit about me. And you don't know how mature they are mentally because they could, like, start you know, talking shit. And that just... And Adelaide being so fucking small and bitchy and everyone thinks that they're desperate housewives and housewives of Adelaide here <sighs> is pathetic. So there are a lot of fucking bitches out there and bastards. And so that's why I was saying to you we could talk about the benefit of the doubt. I give every fucking cunt the benefit of the doubt and I get Do raped you? up the ass. So you, you still even now? Even now I'm a dumb fuck. I will give any person I meet first up, yep, I trust you, cool, whatever, whatever you know, I believe you because that's how dumb I am. Okay, it's not about being dumb. It's trying to see the good in people when they don't. But that's the problem. I mean, I can normally tell like with a vibe. If I, I'm really good now as I'm getting older. I can tell straight away if I like someone. Yeah. But even then, I still, I still believe the best in people. Like I don't think that they're even after they show you something. After now, after they show me, it's different. But back in the day, one shot is that all they get now? No, because I'm a dumb fuck again. Depending on what they do. Yeah. It depends because I know people fuck up. I know people might do something bad unintentionally. It depends on if it's intentional or if it's unintentional. Yeah. Like if someone's done something fucked up deliberately, see you later. I think I'm a bit fucked in the head because I think like, I don't do shit that I, I feel like I live up to pretty, I have really tight standards for myself. So I'm like, I don't do shit that anyone can get that fucked off about. So then I hold other people to those standards too. Yeah, that's how I'm say. That's too hard. My I I have been too hard. I've yeah. been too soft in the past, but then I get walked on. Yeah. I'm and now soft. I'm too hard. I've been lately too hard on people because I'm like. What seeing, do you mean? Example. Been seeing the worst in people. So like a little red flag will be enough for me to go. Nah, fuck you. See you later. Oh girl, no red flag is slapping me in the face, especially with boys, and I'm ignoring <laughs> them. I'm like with boys, I ignore red flags, but with girls, I don't. So then you do give the boys the benefit of the doubt. I become dumb. Because <laughs> I'm fucking dumb. And there is little and no options here in Adelaide because no, boys are shit. So when a boy shows you fucking attention, you're like, okay, I'll just let that slide. I'll let that slide. Because what other options do we fucking have? So this is what I think is funny. The older I get, the more people are saying, you've got to give in the benefit of the doubt because there's less options, bitch. That's what they're saying. And you're, you're saying that there are options when you go out. Like, there are. I girl, think there are, are still going? options. It's not so much when I go out. I just do think, like I go on Tinder and there's fucking hundreds and hundreds and I know that we can look at a picture and be like, oh no, blah, blah, blah. But I'm sorry, now this is my problem with Tinder, right? If you look at girls' Tinders, like, well, I don't because I don't follow girls, but 
my pictures are very, you know, okay, full body shot, close up face, no makeup, clear, whatever. So, and they're okay. nice pictures. Yeah. These boys are putting on stupid fucking pictures. Like, I'm thinking, is this your best? Is this what you're showing up for people in the online dating world to see? This is what you're showing to them that they're going to look at. Yeah. First picture, if someone's wearing a hat, glasses on every single one of you, left. I'm sorry. That's true. Yeah. Uh, someone's got a filter or the dog filter in your face. No, girls can have filters. You like stupid filters. But if a boy's doing that, no, left. Well, apparently girls can't even have filters now. Well, I'm down for that because you know what? It. I I am um, I love a filter. Everyone loves a filter, but you know what? It's not who we are. Mm. And Alicia Keys, I, she said something a couple of months ago whenever it was. She gave up wearing makeup because yeah. she was sick of it, right? And I'm like Fuck it. If this is what I look like, if yeah. you don't like me for how I look, what can I do? The thing is, I don't like me for how I look. I but why? Like, well, that's a self issue, self esteem yeah, no. issue, and so, that's something you got to work on. But that's the thing. Then I'm like, well, if I don't like how I look right now, I can't expect other people to. I but that's a change. mental thing. Yeah. Because you're actually a very attractive girl. You're but see, 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 no, 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 see, 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 see. What you're doing is wrong. <laughs> what you're doing is wrong. And I'm the same because I can't take compliments. I can't take anyone take give me a compliment. But at a certain point on my Instagram, I stopped using this, you know, the pretty filter on Snapchat that made my skin look yeah, fucking same. stunning. I was like, yeah, killer. That's not fucking realistic. Like, I've yeah, got blotches. Okay. I've got shit on my face. No, you don't. I you do. Not. I don't even put my eyebrows in because I just come from the gym today. Um, excuse me. Girls, shut what the fuck up. See, this is what we do. This is what we do. So you're happy to give me compliments and build myself up, but you can't take it for yourself. No. Yep, you're right. So what are we lacking? I don't know, man. Why? But on the other hand, I'm like, I'm pretty cool. I think my personality is pretty good. I think your personality is great. I think it's down to the fact growing up, not that we had bad childhoods or whatever, but there was never any, I don't know, with my parents, they loved us, right? No, don't get me wrong, but no, there was never anything like, oh, you are stunning, Daphne. Oh, no, oh. Daphne. My parents would never say anything nice about us to our face. Yeah. And barely to other people. And I remember call, I like called my old man out on it once. And I said to him, I don't fucking understand. You never will say, you look nice. Or yeah. it was very rare. He would, he could say, I like that dress. Mm-hmm. But that would mean it's conservative enough. That yes. I, and I'm comfortable, <laughs> I'm comfortable with you. Yeah. But you know, would never give compliments to us like no. that. And then... Like, you know how you put up your nieces and your nephews? Like, all the time. Oh, my nieces, I'm like, oh, my God, you're gorgeous. And even though I know you would do he that. Would say, he would say, it's not up to me to compliment you. It's up to other people to compliment you to us. Oh, my God, that's so ethnic. He didn't want to be that person that so that's ethnic. like, oh, my, like, my beautiful girl or whatever. It's funny. But you know what? That's recently changed because, like, I will text my mum and be like, oh, my God, I'm so fat and ugly. Like, and she'll be you're like... You're so skinny! Oh, my Damn. God. But oh, my I'm, God. I'm, Oh my god! Body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia. Anyway, and but you know what? Something's changed because lately she actually writes back, and you're not fat or ugly. And I'm like, oh my god, that's the nicest thing. I don't blame my parents. Say that they wouldn't say nice things. But they were probably not brought up with that. Like, of course not. Because I'm not saying that people go, your parents love you. My parents loved us, but they didn't show us that confidence but like when yeah. someone gave us a compliment and if we said thank you they'd be like yeah you know it's Daphne you know yeah you can't just say thank you you know yeah. Yeah. humble yeah my mum also never wore makeup or dressed up and she was Not very either. very down to your earth your mum's like my mum very like very down to yeah. earth like she would only put a, a slash of red lipstick on if we ever went out and that was mm-hmm. some earrings never we never grew up 
um, never had body image issues because yeah. my parents and family never spoke about that. But we're so consumed today. Like even now, I feel yeah. I don't like talking about body image in front of kids because little eight year olds are picking up and on that. And we're doing it. And we all do it all the time. time. And the kids all are the time. And they are too little to. They're too little to think that they're fat. I remember even um, one of the kids saying once, like, "Oh, I don't want to eat that biscuit. I don't want to get that." Yes. And she was probably seven at the time. Nah, that's fucked. That's and fucked. She was a fucking beanpole too, that's and fucked. I felt so sad just thinking, "Fuck." But that's our fault because yeah, we is. talk about it in front of these I know. kids. It is, and you know what? Um, we, me and my sister, were the worst because we build each other up, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'll be like, I like a pig today, and then we, then we both have to like one up each other. No, I'm more yes, disgusting. No, yes, I yes, did this. Yes. No, I did. And we're gonna stop we're doing that. Girl, I'm the same. I do the same thing. Yeah. But you know, growing up, like we're going back to it. We never had body image issues. We used to eat all the ethnic food all the time and have no problems. Like yeah. I, I never ever questioned how I looked. I'm like, I would go out. No makeup. I didn't even start putting makeup on until I was in my twenties. Like, okay. I didn't even give a shit about makeup. Yeah. But I was never surrounded by people that did either. Yeah. It was all with my family. It was, and I think because we lived out in the north, and it was very no one gave. We 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 didn't mix with the Greeks uh, in Adelaide growing up. It was no. Besides our family, yeah. We didn't go to Adelaide High. We didn't go to Thebiton. We didn't yeah. do that. All the other Greeks were. We were in powerful gardens with like it was ninety percent Asian. Like, and to me that was normal. Yeah. And. I've got pictures of my bushy eyebrows and my sideburns, and I didn't even give a shit. My cousin used to call me Elvis, and I didn't understand why. I'm like, why? <laughs> because your sideburns. I go, they're not bad. And I looked at a photo good the other day. Good and I was like, you. oh no, no, they're bad. They're bad. But that's good. I didn't you care. didn't have that until when did that all kick in? Then? It all started kicking in probably after my divorce, when you started getting back into the dating scene. Getting that, yeah. I was 28 or 29 and then, you know, back on online dating and especially here in Adelaide, Australia, where Australian guys, any, even ethnic guys here like the skinny girl. They like the skinny, perfect girl with the big tits, yeah. you know, no ass. They like the, the blonde sort of look. But I reckon you'd be surprised. See, this is why Girl, I, think- I swipe right on white boys and they don't even fucking like me. I don't get no right swipes back on them. <laughs> no one swipes right on me. No, no one in Adelaide. No one. That's bullshit. Oh my god, I'm gonna open my phone up and I'll show you. What about all those ones I was sending you last week? They weren't white. Oh, I wasn't sending you any white ones, you're right. <laughs> oh no, yours, yeah. No, they weren't white, exactly. I wasn't sending you any white yes. ones. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started getting conscious because everyone has a fucking thigh gap. I think I, I never had a thigh gap in my entire life. I still don't have a thigh gap. But remember that big craze where everyone had to have a fucking thigh gap? No, no, but it's such bullshit. For me to have a thigh gap, my legs would have to be spread two metres to have a thigh fucking gap. There's no way in hell I'll ever get a thigh gap. You're fucking real. And that concave stomach with the bridge. It's not real. It's not fucking real. But remember the the bikini where your your hip bones are jutting out? Look, I've got bed. I do have fucking mental issues and I was... We all do. There was a phase where I was really fucking skinny and I'm like... Oh, but what did you do so to get skinny? You didn't eat, did you? Were you smoking? Yes, mm. and I was not eating. How ethnic is that? Is it like a coffee with the, the cigarette? I would not eat. Why? Because I, I would eat cigarettes breakfast and lunch. But why? What forced you to try to be skinny? Attention from males. Yeah, probably. And also all my friends were rakes. They were rakes. And I was just like, I need to be skinny too. Do you know, I was speaking to one guy. He's, he was American and he's was here in Australia and he goes all the girls here are so skinny and I was like man I love you like seriously mm. we we are so 
Oh, I feel sorry for us here. Like, because it's there's so many people true. that don't just like the skinny girl, but in Australia they do. Yeah, it's true. No, but, you're right. It's true. Yeah, it's fucked. But also, it's bullshit too. It's just, it's not real. And though, sometimes people, just because they're skinny, doesn't mean they're happy. And no one's ever happy, together. Tony. No one's happy. But here, if you're not skinny, you're not going to get attention. Not everyone. Look, it's changing now. I but think it's growing changing. Growing up in, the, in my 20s, yeah. going out to like Planet Nightclub, whatever. Yeah, there was ethnics and they liked the ethnic girls as well. But those ethnic girls were skinny too. There was, I never saw, you know, like the, you know how those, ah, fuck, I don't even want to say their names, but the, those girls in America that have got fake asses and <laughs> I fucking that hate that family. Oh, I love them. No, I do too, but I hate them. <laughs> They're so fake. Like, if it's okay. a natural, yeah. I'll go, go for it. But what I give them credit for is that showing that you have a big ass and thought, even though it's fake, um, it's, yeah. it's more acceptable now. Like, having curves in the body. But, I know, agree with that, when too, I, when yeah, I, to an extent. When I was in uh, New York on holidays, I would walk down the street and, you know, some guy would go, hey, beautiful. And I'm, like, looking around going, who's he talking to? And it was new to me. I'm like, I go to my friend, oh my God, he just called me beautiful because we're so deprived here from male attention because they didn't give it out willingly here in Adelaide. You know what? They don't, they don't, even if you, even if you were some man's perfect fucking match in they this town, they will never town, compliment you. They do not fucking nah, say it. They no will one, not admire the women. But what is it? Do you think? I don't know if it's... Because there's too much fucking women here that men are the ones that are like, you've got to work for me. Yeah. And so we're like the blokes here going, oh God, you're hot. Hi, how are you doing? Like, come talk to me. Yep, I think you're right. And we drop our standards to shit. <gasps> but I've got no standards here. Like, I'm like, even swapping right on one guy. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. All right. Oh, but do you oh. know what, though? Those ones, the, there's there's people out there that don't look the kind of way that I'd be that into. But I know that if if I was, like, working with them and sitting next to them every day, I'd probably end up falling in love with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people, something about someone's yes. personality. That yeah, I, I agree with you. I can look past not someone not physically being my type. A hundred percent. The thing but is, you can't do that on online dating. I work, no, you can't. And I work in You've such got a female-dominated industry that it's just, there's not, it, it just doesn't happen. No. So it's really... When I first got a job at the media company, I thought, this is killer. There's going to be boys. hot guys. There's going to be like this whole sea of men everywhere. It's yeah. like, it's not a man with an actual like a skill that I would call a skill as in like yeah. <laughs> a trade or like something that's a actually tangible. Trade. It's that they're good at selling, mm-hmm. which probably means they're just a good bullshit artist. Yeah. Or they got, they're a bit slick, which doesn't appeal to me anyway. So it's just never, but I just thought in that industry, there'd be like hot guys everywhere. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, this is what I mean though. We start talking about one thing and it goes, I like it. That's how I roll. Nah, me too. It's fucking better. <laughs> it's actually better that way. So I don't know if I should circle back to what, um, that whole benefit of the doubt thing. Well, look, I've given, benefit of the doubt to so many people and I, and I in my 20s even in my early 30s because I, I I still after all the shit I've been through I still have faith in people and yeah. I look I do look for the good in people because I do believe that another thing like I, I think people are like me and then when they're not That's, then I get very disappointed you are fucking exactly yeah. like in my brain yeah. I'm really honest and yeah. so I automatically assume that people are honest when they're talking to me they're telling yeah. me the truth yes. and then afterwards it's like I'm always shocked about yeah. it how could you lie I don't yeah. understand lies I just don't get it because it's so yeah. not me don't get me wrong yeah. I can fucking bullshit oh, about hello. little bits and yeah. pieces whatever nothing that is yeah. gonna like be really like heartbreaking to another person have you, oh, okay. like, I, um, I, it's funny, I was cheated on in one relationship and, um, 
It's actually funny. My friends, and I was very surprised, actually said to me, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt, which was, and forgive him, which was that um, we had just sort of gotten together dating. He wanted to make it official, Mm -hmm. but he was flying out to Europe. He was going to be away for five weeks, Europe and America. And he... Well, is it on a boys' trip? No, he was going by himself. He was meeting up with friends and he was going to a wedding in America. And then he was going, flying to Italy and meeting up with friends and family. How did you feel about that? Um, I was okay with the fact that he was going away. I was a bit, I was actually really happy that he called me over and he was really like desperate about the fact that, not desperate, but you Mm. know, he was like, I "I want us, I want you to be my girlfriend. And I was like, you're leaving tomorrow. Mm. And he was like, no, I don't care. I want this. I want to lock this in. Like, I really like you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm in, like, Mm -hmm. that's fine. And I really took him at face value. And then when he came back, and you know what's funny? Because I'm a bit psychic. I swear to God. I'm, I swear to God. Mm-hmm. The night that he, or the when I was asleep, dreaming that he was cheating on me, he was awake over there cheating on me. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, I told him about this dream that I had. And he was like, oh yeah, haha, that's funny. Then when he got back, I was like, by the way, did you fuck anyone else while you were over there? And he was like, oh, nah, but he was a bad liar. And I was like, oh, okay. And then a few days later, I was like, no, but for real though, like, did you fuck anyone else? Because I felt like you were lying. And he goes, oh, yeah, uh, okay, I oh, did. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I did. Dumb fuck. But he wanted me to um, give him some props for only doing it once because he had plenty of opportunity. All right, Ross. The whole time he was away. We were on a break. But what was funny was a lot of my friends, and I was surprised at the ones who said it, they were like, give him the benefit of the doubt. You guys have just no, gotten together. No, he no. was away. He is a deal breaker. Seriously. Really and I And I actually did give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I, got, I was really upset about it. I decided, I made a choice. I was like, okay, I either have to just piss or get off the pot. And he was pleading and pleading and pleading me another But I'm shot. sorry, you're pleading and pleading now, but when you're fucking another girl, were yeah. you thinking about pleading later no. on? No. Like, do you think men can be faithful? Yeah, I think that they can. I think that they can if they're like a real man, but there's a lot of guys out there that have some weird insecurities that they're trying to Why do you think like. they cheat? But, okay, now, let me ask you this, because I know girls cheat for emotional connection and stuff Sometimes, like that. Sometimes, yeah. Yep. That's the generalisation. General, and men cheat because they just need their dick sucked or whatever. But, like, I don't get men that cheat when their wives or girlfriends are willing to suck their dick anyway. Like, it's because they that? want something something new. They reckon it's biological that, that it's from, like, cavemen times. It's biological that a man needs to stick his sperm in as many vaginas as possible because it's, like, a procreation thing. And that... For some reason, all, all right, these years of evolution. Is right. Like, do you think that we can all be monogamous? Do you think that a man and a woman can be monogamous, monogamous together forever? Yeah. I think they. Well, I've seen it happen. Like, I've but, seen people that have been able to do it. But are they happy? Hmm. I think it's probably easier. Well, I was going to say it's probably easier if it was like. Maybe like two virgins get together and then they, nah, because in ten years time, then they feel like they missed out. They missed out and they go, they go nice. It's like the twenty year olds exactly that get married right. and they're divorced at thirty with two kids and they're like, I want to go wild now. I just feel like people need to get some healthy grasp on the responsibilities that they fucking undertake. If you are gonna have a fucking wedding and announce to everybody that you're in love and mm-hmm. you're gonna be together forever and you love this person, don't fucking stick your dick in another person. But I'm thinking about the concept of why they need to. Because I understand, like, as I've gotten older, like, I'm not... I can probably forgive certain things. Like, 
you know, say for an example, like this celebrity couple, um, I can't remember the name, she wasn't giving her husband attention and like they're both, you know, high, what is it, Gabrielle and Dwayne Wade or whatever. Oh, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. I she, haven't heard this story. Oh, well, she was, because um, he cheated on her oh. and she's actually saying, she took the blame, a lot of the blame on herself saying that I didn't, wasn't there for him, I wasn't doing what I should as a woman, as a partner, blah, 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 you know, um, this, is and that, um, I should have been more attentive and blah, because, you know, she didn't. I don't know, basically didn't put out as much as she should have. And so they're back together, they had to do therapy, and they're all okay. So that's something that, okay, if you're acknowledging that you're at fault and he did it because, you know, he needed some affection, is that forgivable? Oh, fucking hell. Look, if I was, if I turned around, if I was with my husband and I was like, I'm not fucking him and mm-hmm. not giving him any attention. Fair enough, he's going to find someone I else. I probably would expect that that would happen. 100%. Yeah. I 100%. probably would actually expect that that would happen. Because, uh, but I would expect that my husband, my imaginary husband, would say, <laughs> along with mine, <laughs> would say to me, Bitch, um, let's have sex and then have sex tonight. Yeah. yeah. And then if I was still being like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's then, fair. Then that would sort of. I agree because uh, I speak to my mum about this all the time. Mm. And she's like, men need to have sex. No matter how they need, they need to have it. They do. Yeah. Women obviously can go months and years without it. It's no, no issue because we can just lock it up and we don't give a shit. But, but is that learned shit as well? Is that some other more... No, men are basically animals. So you're saying, and this is biologically... Biologically, they definitely, they definitely have to have sex. Yeah. Because, and I think also, because my ex, ex, one of my exes, he had no sex drive. Like, and that to me was weird. Why did he have no sex drive? He was on some fucking weird drugs I didn't know about till later. Yeah, right. And he was a fucking mental case. And he, oh, I should have stabbed him when I had the chance. Oh, what do you mean? You had a chance <laughs> you know to many stab fights? him? Oh, we had physical fights. Like, oh, no. He came to strangle me and I was Stop like... Stop it. Yeah, because oh, I fucking hated him so bad. He was so mean to me. He was the oh, biggest... Oh, this is that one. This was my ex-husband. <gasps> he was such a cunt. Do you want me to cut that? No, you can do it. I don't give a shit. He's in this country. Yeah. Um, he... This thing's worldwide, you know. Let him like hear 20 it. followers. I don't want to say your name, kidding. but you're a cunt. You know, the best thing about like, or oh, we would have fights or whatever, because I was so depressed. He was, wow. he showed me no attention. He, okay. like I went over there, I've uprooted my whole life. To and go to another country, country. Yes. And he was the, just the biggest fucking cunt. So that's it for the first part of my chat with Daphne. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't incriminate myself too much. We are not doctors or scientists. So when we're talking about the science around sex and men and all the rest of it, we don't really know what the fuck we're talking about. So next episode, we will actually go more into um, Daphne's divorce and how that all sort of came about and yeah that will be coming up i'm gonna, i'm never gonna say i'm not gonna say it's coming up soon because fuck knows i might just disappear for another year anyway thanks for listening